Max Verstappen eyes his third consecutive world championship. The sprint race format is back as we head to Qatar, a.k.a. the land of the rising sun. Technically, that photo, the sun was setting, so it's not really... Well, I'm just going to keep saying it since I've, I already every, fucked it up once. I'm every, just gonna, I mean, technically... Uh, technically, it rises everywhere, so if I want to call it the land of the rising sun... Unless you're like Antarctica, where it just stays like yeah, daylight Alaska. for... Yeah, or like all... The Alaskan For like you have for 20 hours in the day or something. Imagine a race in Antarctica. That'd be, uh, be pretty cool. Yeah. What were they talking about doing one? Or did I have like a dream? I might have had a dream about like a Hawaiian Grand Prix. <laughs> Hawaii? Wouldn't that be gnarly? I mean, where would they do it though? I don't um, know. They don't have a whole lot of... Uh, the ter- I mean, they'd have to spend years building a track. But if they were to like want to invest in that, Kona could fit it. You'd be killing off a lot of wildlife. Yeah, I mean, the real estate there is pretty... Uh, Priceless as it is. Could it's, you imagine that though? Like just the aerial shots? It would put Zanvort to shame. Yeah, it would look pretty cool. I mean, there's a challenge for you uh sim track builders out there. You there can you go. One. There you go. Yeah, build one in Hawaii. Yeah. I was thinking about this right before we started. So I was going over what I was gonna say at the top. I would like to get a count of how many times I've said Max Verstappen's name in the intro. In the intro? I mean you gotta lead with what the people want to hear. Well, I mean, the dude is just a highlight reel. He's a human highlight reel. He's constantly in the news, whether he's setting race records, going for a world championship, consecutive wins records, yada, yada. It's, I was just thinking, like, how many times have I said, Max Verstappen this, Max Verstappen that, versus when's the last time you heard me? I don't think I've ever said anything about either Alpine driver I don't yeah. know if we've ever introed starting with Lance Stroll, other than maybe when he broke his wrists. Yeah, beginning of the season. I mean, you know, this is episode 37 now. So wow. uh figure at least three times an episode. So No, I'm not saying like uh just said his name. I'm talking about in the intro. Oh, just in the intro. Yeah. Um, like the the big headlines. Yeah. Which um, there's one big headline I didn't touch on because I wanted to get into it in more depth, but Okay. Well, um why not now? Uh, well, let's talk about, um, let's just jump right into Max Verstappen going for his third consecutive world championship. There are some, uh, what's the right word? Permutations? Is that the way, right? Uh, what's the, what are you trying to say? Like the, the stipulations of uh, what needs to happen in order for got Max it, to win. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he has to win the sprint race. I think if he wins the sprint race, regardless, he might be able to out point checko from what i understand he has to score three more points than checko this weekend so i saw a lot of posts saying oh yeah he can win it at the sprint but technically i think if checko like say max dnfs in the race and then checko ends up winning or scoring more points than him in the in the race he would still technically have more points than him over the weekend so he huh. would. but at the end of the weekend max needs to get three points on Checo. Yeah, so here's here's the thing. It's over. It's done. This shit was over in June, you know. <laughs> yeah, outside of any, you know, wild events or or catastrophic failures at Red Bull, it was pretty it was the the, the writing was on the wall as to how this was going to go down. Barring a Max Verstappen fatality in the sprint race, he's going to win the championship this year. 
I uh, got. Could you imagine if that happens and I just fucking we'd have to can this episode entirely. But he's going for his third. That puts him up there with the greats. Uh, he's going to be right nipping right on uh, Seb's heels. It puts him up there past Alonzo, past uh, Hakkinen. He passes up. Or does he tie or pass up Senna? Is Senna two or three? It's mm, uh, a good question. I want to say it's just two, but. And then it puts him up there with Alan Prost. Yeah. And. I think Fangio is four, right? It's three or four. I'm not sure. I forget. Either way, he's one of the greats. He's on the Mount Rushmore after this weekend. What do you think? You think? Uh, do you think it happens? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So yes, you I think have. it happens? You think it's yeah. it's like set in stone? It's going to happen. Outside of like I said, him DNFing in the race, sure. uh, it'll it's guaranteed. I think. Which we have been talking about. It's got to happen soon. Either that, or they're gonna they're gonna do that uh, that engine replacement, which I yeah. think they're gonna wait for the United States or Mexico to do so. Yeah, probably wait till after it's already clinched to do so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just run that engine to the ground and then let Max kind of take the take it easy. For yeah, the if it's season. not this weekend, it'll be the next. Yeah. So uh, they won the world championship last year at Coda in the United States. That's where the team won the, the world championship. The so they won yeah. it. They won it two weeks early this year, which was no surprise with the streak that they were on. Um, I was there. I watched the bottle. I watched the bottle pop. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what other news do you have? So uh, we've been following the potentiality of a new team joining the grid. That was uh, my, my other big one that I want to talk about. Yeah, so um, I don't know when that was, maybe a month or two ago, we had heard that uh, FIA was like officially um, consider like going through the paperwork for a bunch of, apparently there was four candidates that put in a bid to join mm-hmm. um, Andretti uh, being uh, one of the main ones with their uh, GM Cadillac backing. Uh, another one was high tech, which is uh, a racing team that currently has like a F2 team. They're an um, F3 and F2, right? Yeah. So, um, or you have some connections there. And then a couple other teams, uh, I'm blanking at the moment, but um, apparently uh, FIA has accepted Andretti mm-hmm. as uh, being a potential uh, team. Um, now it goes on to um, the team, to the it F1 organization, F1, yeah. Liberty Media, uh, in order to actually decide whether or not they want to do it. And, um, very controversially, the teams in uh, the F1 organization have been very adamant that they do not want to have any additions because it will force them to have to split the the share of right. earnings and stuff. So, um, so there's no benefit to the teams in having an 11th team join because the way it works is that even though FIA has approved that the addition of a team, they go, yeah, you're good. You have the funds. You have the mechanical prowess whatever you have the stability to compete in this championship to have a working team yes that's what the FIA does they go all right yeah you look good and now it goes to formula one which is its own entity owned by liberty media and then technically it's franchisees which are each team that's kind of how they operate and then you need do you need a thumbs up from all 10 teams or is it a majority vote (sighs) see i i i don't know exactly how it that will go down, but um, as of right now, it seems like uh, none of the teams really want to budge. Um, 
So it's kind of it's kind of in a weird situation right now, right? Where the FIA being it's a separate en- entity, you know, fielded all these entries, mm-hmm. did a lot of uh, you know work to to make sure that uh, you know the candidates that they do pick are going to be worthwhile, and then now they're just kind of throwing it into the lap of F one, saying, okay, now you do it, or now you approve them, now you uh, uh, you know get this across the line, uh, even th- though. Uh, FIA knowingly or FIA knows that that other organization doesn't want to take on the other team. So to me, it's very interesting that this is all playing out in public and that they're not actually working together behind the scenes and figuring out how to make this happen. Um, I think um, Mm. just the FIA relationship with F1, I think, is obviously very, uh, I mean, we've been seeing it right on the wall. For, problematic? Pro- well, it's 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 not in a good spot, that's for sure. I mean, there's already issues with uh, drivers and teams not being happy with certain rulings on penalties and stuff like this. So seeing this sort of uh, play out the way it has where both organizations are very obviously on this different pages of what they want to happen in the future. Uh, I'm very interested to see how this is going to play out. That's weird because they couldn't split from each other. Like Formula One couldn't become an independent operation. They have to go under a governing body, no? Uh, well, I mean, some people in the paddock believe that they could. Uh, do, really? I mean, so... You imagine an FIA list Formula One? Uh, yeah, I mean... We've seen these kinds of things happen in other series where they're sanction- they f- have a falling out with their sanctioning body and they ended up just doing their own thing or start going with a different like sanctioning body. Uh, so, Wow, uh, that would be insane. How long have the FIA and Formula One been working together? Did mm, you look into that at all? So I, I don't know exactly, but I know that like this standing deal that they have has been around for a while. Uh, because that's one of the like pain points with the teams, right? Where they feel that like earlier on when Formula One didn't have the same uh, money coming in, didn't have the same amount of popularity, that they took on a risk or an investment, uh, you know, in supporting these teams and uh, mm-hmm. investing a lot of money into uh, the organization and the whole sport at a time when they weren't really raking in the money. So now, uh, especially under cost cap, um, you know, teams are limited on what they can actually spend. So that, you know, raises uh, the potential amount of money that they're actually going to be earning. So um, I'm sure there's a solution that like makes it work for everybody. Uh, One of the proposed things was Andretti paying a upfront fee to kind of alleviate that 10% of loss and, Earn or earnings, right? So, but that would only cover a year. That would uh, be a bad well, bad apparently, deal for them if they had to pay it every single year. Well, it would be like a thing of like, oh, well, they pay eight hundred million or whatever it is, and it would cover for five years. Oh. And and then at that point, they could maybe Jesus they would be have earned their spot or dude. something like that. So that is such a hefty price, though. So, uh, you know, I mean, I know Andretti's a big big name in motorsport with their IndyCar team. What other series do they run in? Are they in NASCAR? Mm, I don't know. I know they do. They have a MotoGP team? No, but they, they probably do like some world endurance stuff maybe. Yeah, I'm stuff. sure. Uh, but 
God damn, dude. You know, when you're, it's for the teams right now, I, or at least. I'm sure GM I, would be paying a big, big portion of that as well, which. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, well, in order for Andretti to get even to get to this point, they had to prove that they have the financial backing in case that would be, was going to be the situation, right? Like it's still not without out, you know, still not outside of reason that they could, uh, potentially still buy another team that's currently in that's so, where i think they're in is at i like i don't see andretti getting in as an 11 team i just don't see this happening i don't see all 10 teams coming together and allowing it i think a a, a, a 22 driver grid is a little much also um so i don't see it happening i, th- I see them having to take over ownership of another team and it's probably going to be Haas or Williams. I mean, Dor- uh, Dor- the Doralton things. You know, Williams is so know. historic, though, and with the fact that they're looking better, I don't think that that name goes away. I know they're not owned by the family, but it's still going to be Williams Racing for the foreseeable future. I could, I the only one I can really see it happening to is Haas because they're already American. It would be an easy transfer from one, you know. Motorsport privateer to another. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the only way I see it going down. I've I've been saying it for a while. I think they should do Andretti Haas. Why not? Like just. Oh well, yeah. Well, I know why don't why don't they do uh, Coke Pepsi? You know. I get it. I mean, they're two competing names in motorsport. Yeah. So, but b- because you can do a conjuncture in F one. That's, that might be the best way. And Haas is always struggling for money. Andretti does not have an open door. Just fucking cut your losses and make wild cherry Pepsi Coke, whatever. Yeah, I mean, uh, that seems to be the most uh, the easiest solution to make everybody happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to... I mean, it... it I understand why the teams don't want to add an extra team, but sure. if it can actually help, you know, grow the sport as a whole, I don't see why it's that bad of a decision. Yeah. But it's, it's like for, one of those things where it's like they they know that it's good for the sport as a whole, but out of their own self interest, they will just vote against it because right. in, in the short term, it's better for them. Sure, yeah, that's that's it's a what have you done for me lately business. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about buku buck money. And people aren't going to be fucking around and just selling off their potential earnings by going, oh, why don't we let these guys play too? I, for one, would love to see. I shouldn't have even said a 22-car grid that I don't want to see it or whatever. I would love to see Andretti in in F1 because I think they would be a much truer American team than Haas is. Mm-hmm. They've said that their location, their home base, would be in the United States. So they'd be the only team outside of Europe. Yeah. I mean, which is great, you know. If the if the sport's growing like it is, too, at the same time, it's like if, if the teams are worried about how much money they're going to be splitting, it's I don't know, give them more money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, give make them, throw more money in the pot, make the prize pool bigger. Yeah. If like, if you can bring in more eyes, which they're going to do. Yeah. But that's that's the thing is it's like F, the FIA is what is the is the group that's saying this will be good for the sport to grow and expand and to add another team. 
Whereas like the actual commercial rights holders are saying, no, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we well, don't they're want just, they're protecting their, their money and they're protecting their franchises yeah, basically. I don't know. And they're all, they're all probably talking to each other and it's just a lot of heads shaking. No. So they're just going to stand by it. But I, I do agree with the FIA that this is a good move. Yeah. Because they could find that money, you know, like with Apple TV sniffing around, yeah. they want the streaming rights and stuff. But, you know, the guy, it's, I don't know. That's huge. With a new yeah. movie coming out, like, you're going to tap into markets. Your revenue is going to be completely bolstered. You can up the prize money for the Constructors Championship or Constructors Points at the end of the year. Yeah. Every other sport does the, basically that. They up the cop or the, the salary cap. The cop. They up the salary cap so that it gives you more. Yeah, they pay off more the salary cop. <laughs> they pay, <laughs> yeah. They grease the cops a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it happening, which sucks. I don't think Andretti is going to get their way in, um, and I would love to see him, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna follow IndyCar that closely. Yeah. Uh, did you see uh, Aston Martin's going to be joining the uh, World Endurance Championship? Nope. Do you remember uh, the car that Max was driving when he got in trouble in Monaco? Mm -hmm. The the Adrian Newey designed Valkyrie, Aston Martin, whatever. That they're going to be entering that Valkyrie car into. The World Endurance Championship for next year. Are they gonna modify it? Uh, no, it's a it's a hypercar. What was he doing on the street with it? What do you mean? Max was driving. I didn't know that that was an actual hyper like a. Well, I think uh, like an actual race car. I thought it was just a crazy. Well, with like these hypercars, I think they you know it's a. I'm sure what Max was driving was like a prototype version. That's yeah, but I mean they're gonna street they're gonna do like a racing version of that. They're gonna have to change certain things. Um, it can't just be an out of the box. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works exactly with uh, the world endurance yeah. uh, stuff, but uh, they know they have different classes um, of cars. So um, that's cool. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, you know, Aston Martin is expanding that, a that bit. season's uh, not started yet. Uh, be for 2025. Oh, so their their entry is in two years. Gotcha. Yeah, from 2025. Yeah. Cool. That's dope. Getting their name out there more. Yeah. So uh, can we expect to see a current uh, Aston Martin driver in? Well, which one are you talking about? Because I could see both of them going over there. I mean, there's three, I think, that are potential. I would say all three Aston Martin drivers I could see going over there. Um, well, Fernando's already won the 24 Hours of Le Mans, right? Uh, I don't know if he won, did he? I think he did. I think he's got two of the Triple Crown because he's won at Monaco. I think he's won the 24 Hours of Le Mans, and that's why he went and tried the Indy 500 one or two years in a row. I don't know if he would do it and because I think once he's done with uh, Formula One, he's done racing. He's going to be well into his 40s by the time he's, oh. he's done here with Aston Martin. Fernando's won 24 hours of Le Mans twice. Oh, there you go. Uh, in 2018 and 2019. So there you go. Nice. And then uh, he won the World Endurance Championship in 2018, 2019. That was after his time with... Uh, with Renault, right? And then he came back to McLaren. Yeah. So I could I could potentially see him, you know, depending on what happens with 
his Aston Martin F1 contract, I could see him maybe going over there and doing a little bit, but I think he does retire. If Felipe Drogovic doesn't get himself a seat here pretty soon, I could definitely see him. That's a perfect circuit. If he doesn't get snatched by another team, you know? Yeah. That's a, I think that's a good circuit for him to go to, though. Or a good series, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Daddy's Boy is going to be the one to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just not confident. That's, that's what some people uh, I was seeing say online uh, that, oh, here's an out for Lance. Here's an out. And he'd, I think you'd rather go play tennis than Maybe, yeah. do this. But. I do think he's looking for an out, though. So potentially that could be it. Be like, oh, you know, I, I wanted to try my hand at something new. But I feel like they would have known that that was going to happen before he made his tennis announcement. Yeah, you know, they knew that this that they were going to be joining the WEC before Lance was like, you know what, I might want to take on Roger Federer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, I think when Lance is done with F one, he's going to be on to a different different kind of sport. Yeah, he also really likes surfing, so maybe he'll do that a little bit yeah, more. There, too. There's that too. <laughs> um, uh, not a whole lot of news outside of that, right? Yeah. Uh, just kind of gearing up for this last stint of the the season. We got six races left. Our last one that is this is the last race before uh, they come to the Americas. So we have, other than the very last race of the season, we have all good timing races for us here. Qatar is going to be ten a.m. I think Coda uh, is at like noon or three. Yeah. Mexico's between noon and three. Maybe it's at like one. And then we have Vegas, which is a 10 p.m. or for us. Brazil. Brazil. Oh, I can't wait for Brazil. I think that's my favorite race of the year. It's a pretty good one. Interlagos is just, just fucking so good. I've been thinking about it these past few weeks. Looking forward to it so much because I think it's it's going to be a nice shakeup too. Max will have clinched by then. Other teams are going to just be looking for their first win potentially of the year. Maybe a Mercedes win. Maybe McLaren. Maybe we'll get a first yeah. driver win. Maybe George back to back. Oh, God, no. God, no. Uh, Can't have that. So apparently, uh, Lewis has a 100% win advantage or win percentage in Qatar. Is that right? Like he's won it. Well, they've only raised it. This is only the second time that they've. I mean, 100%. Yeah. You think he can so keep he's it? the only one. You think he can he's got to keep going? that streak alive. I am. I'm interested. I was just looking at something. I think Mercedes is bringing uh, more upgrades. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, to is it for? It says they're bringing. Mercedes reveals plans to bring upgrades to the W14 as they bid to add performance and begin the 2024 development. See, that's what I, that was my question. Is it going to be for like next year's model car? Like in that more in that direction, or are they just trying to continue to make? Says they're looking small to add performance. They might be going for their first win of the season. I mean, we'll we'll see. They've looked good. Yeah. It's a, it's you know as far as wins go, outside of Max Verstappen, I think it's a three dog race for for all three teams. Did you see uh, Lewis's uh, tweet? He had to delete. No. Did you Did you see the he posted the his helmet for this weekend. It's like the purple helmet. I don't know why. I haven't seen any F1 news really. Uh, so he posted like this sick. Uh, 
Like what? Uh, so, you got a new helmet, uh, helmet design for this weekend. I'll look it up on my phone. It looks cool. Your searching uh, is terrible. I, it's the Twitter. It's Twitter search is terrible. But um, um, so people really loved it. Thought it was a great design. And then uh, Lewis tweeted, "I'm so glad that everybody loves my purple helmet." And then he had to delete it because didn't expect so much purple our, helmet love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody was like, "Wait a second." Uh, Shit, we were talking. Is that it? No, that's that's old. It's like it's just like purple, but uh, oh, that's just, not the official. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Uh, that is very funny. I mean, we said it on a live stream. You can see Lewis's purple helmet on the internet if you want. You didn't hear that from us. Uh, do you have any predictions for this weekend? Of course, I have predictions for this weekend. Do you have yours ready to go? No, I'm just gonna wing it. You're going to wing it. I was doing it on the drive over here. Um, I was thinking about it because I, I've been so ill-prepared these past few weeks with everything. Um, so I made sure to have them. But I was I was like, there's because there's so little news and there's not really much shakeup, it's not a bold prediction to be like, Max Verstappen wins the world championship this weekend. No, it's not very bold. It's not bold at all. But I do think that that is going to happen this weekend. But um, I couldn't really think of anything new. Like, there's no... Yeah, it's tough. We're going on to round seven. This is seventeen or eighteen, technically. I don't even know. So I forget. there's a, there's been a lot of scenarios already kind of played out or have not. Yeah. Out. So uh, um, my first one is uh, it's going to be a three team podium. I think uh, the McLarens look good. I think the Ferraris are right there. So. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, and Charles Leclerc. And that is in the the Grand Prix race. Sunday's race. Okay. Um, that was just your first one? That's one and number one, yeah. Okay. So my first one, I'm going to say we got Lando Norris currently sitting seventh in the driver's standings with... Uh, let's see, 115 points. Charles Leclerc is ahead of him in 135. Wait, how many points does Lando have? So he's got a 20 point gap. Ooh, that's. T- I was gonna say maybe he can. Oh, you, are you gonna say that Lando passes Chuck? I bet it, it's too much far of a gap. I think with the sprint, you know, maybe he can get some extra points. If he but. gets a good chunk in the sprint and then has a really great Sunday. And Chuck doesn't have a good Sunday, but then that fucks up my prediction. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, Because he just jumped Russell last weekend. Uh, Technically, is the go Lando. Technically, he's tied with George, but uh, Lando's that fucking boy. I I'll just say I'm gonna say Lando back on the podium. Okay. So that's an I win, you win situation. Because I'm going to go even bolder, and I'm going to say that that's how, that's how it's going to run out. It's not going to just be three-team podium. I'm doing a full predict a podium. That should be a new segment. Predict a podium. Predict a podium, and then like you get like five points. Per what? I don't know. Per race. Oh, if you just... Like, just in general. If like you get the, the all three, In the prediction, yeah. For your bold prediction things, yeah. Just like it would add five points to it. Uh, my second prediction is going to be Checo podium in the sprint. 
Probably going to be like a third, but I won't I won't commit to that. All right, I will say think people like listening to my ice. <laughs> it's the ASMR section of this pod. Uh, listening to end of the chicane. I almost kind of want to play off of what you just did. Uh, you said Checo podium in the sprint. I would say uh, Checo does. See, we'll have to figure out how to classify this, but he does significantly worse in the race than he does in the sprint. I think like podium finished in the sprint, and then like he's that's what I'm be, thinking like, too. Outside the top ten, yeah, I think he's gonna f- he's he's gonna send it up the inside. He's gonna take damage or something. Has he had a power unit replacement yet? I don't think so. Or a gearbox? And who knows? Could be like a, an engine yeah. failure. I'm not feeling good for him this weekend. I was first I was gonna say that Checo uh podiums. I was gonna say that he gets like second, maybe third. I don't know. I was gonna say he gets on the podium because he's due for such a rebound. But man, I just I don't know. Yeah. I think I think both Ferraris and both McLarens look better than him. But I think he can hold it down for, th- you know, the 15 or 16 laps of the sprint. Yeah, I think, un- unfortunately, as much as I would hate to say it, I think it's going to be like a one step forward, two steps back kind yeah. of thing through the rest of the season. I could, I could see that. Where he's just not quite, you know, there'll be moments of, of really great driving or, or a good finish, but then there'll be those little mistakes that will just kind of yeah. foil the rest of his uh, season, you know, so... I don't know what it is, but it's that ominous feeling, and I guess we we agree on it. We both feel it. I think everybody kind of the sense there's a, a sense in the air that things just aren't going Checo's way, and goddamn, does it suck! I think I'm still gonna buy that Checo hoodie that I've been looking at. Um, what's your number? Oh, that was your number two. Yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, I'm gonna go bold on this one. This is gonna be a little bit of wild card. Uh, Lando Norris wins the sprint. That would be pretty cool, honestly. I could see that one happening. Uh, if they can do a McLaren sandwich for 16 laps, they might just be able to hold Max off. Yeah. That back straightaway is really going to be tough. Yeah. But if uh, if Max has any hiccups or if he gets you know any setbacks, it's prime it's ready. It's pouncing time. Yeah. I think overtakes are a plenty at Qatar, if I recall, or I could be completely wrong. I was looking at the track layout the other day, and it's a lot of right turns. Have you looked at that track? Uh, no. I mean, it's a shit ton of just like rights, rights, and then one big left, and then right, 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 one big. Mo- it looks like a hand. Maybe we'll pull it up on the, on the Xbox after this. There we go. Maybe. Uh, number three. I feel like Lewis is going to have a big weekend. I want to say a big purple weekend, big purple weekend. Uh, he's going to be the grimace of the weekend. <laughs> uh, no, I think he's going to imagine think, if Lewis just put a big fucking dick on the side of the helmet. <laughs> it would be, uh, it would be like a, like a subtle, like hidden image thing. Yeah. You know? Like, you know how they've been doing those, like you have to squint to see. Oh yeah. Like that Latifi one, the, the big, Naked guy one. I don't know how, how else to put that. Um, you guys know what I'm talking about. I think Lewis is going to be uh, that third driver on the podium. Not necessarily in third Ooh. place, but he will be the other. You know, when I put together my three-team podium, I didn't even have Mercedes like in the running for it. 
They weren't even a thought. But they have been running really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of, of good uh, late race charging. Yeah. Um, Singapore, they were looking really great. So. Yeah. Anything else? What do you think? This is random. Just popped into my head, though. What do you think Pierre Gasly is going to do this week? You think he's going to have like a big retaliatory weekend? Or is he just going to come into it head down? I he's, think he's going to punt Esteban <laughs> off turn <laughs> one. Gonna, yeah. He's going to just floor it. He's going to be the one pushing Esteban off the scale in the end. I think uh, I think that relationship might be souring there. And I'm not talking about between the two guys. I'm talking about Pierre and the team. I think he expected to step into that role and be the guy because he's French, but they're like, we already have our French guy. And he's, uh, he's like, solid. Well, I don't even think it had anything to do with nationality. I think it came from Pierre, you know, he's had... Uh, you know, some uh, some couple rough years, but overall he's he's shown to be a pretty solid driver. He's had some great finishes. Um, I think. I mean, it was a it was a nationality thing when they signed him. It well, was yeah, but, it, they had but two Frenchmen driving for the French national team. Well, yeah, but I don't think that that's you know necessarily has anything to do with. Uh, I'm saying his mentality going into it was he was like, look, I I'm here at Alpine. I'm the French guy, and then Esteban's like, no, I'm. I'm the French guy at the French team. That's why I don't. I don't think it was Pierre saying I'm the French guy. Was, I think. No. I think he's saying I'm the. Here's me. I'm coming off of my uh, my little Red Bull stint. I've I've you know I've been around I'm a race winner. Yeah, race winner. I've been around uh, some winning teams. Yeah. Uh, you know, I and they had their beef before, um, and it was apparently squashed. Squashed. S- squashed. So it's not. Well, maybe it's just research. I mean, you know, like, I mean, these guys are competitive. Like, they, you're freaking racing cars. Like, you're naturally going to be competitive against, yeah. like, you're especially the guy who's your closest competitor. So, it's, it is what, but at the same time, it's on the team to be able to manage that and make sure that doesn't boil over into situations happening on track. So, yeah, sure. and the fact that there's no team principal there right now and with the communication issues in the last race and all that stuff, I'm not. The inmates very are running the asylum. Yeah. I don't think anybody's running the <laughs> asylum over there. So, uh, well, Otmar certainly wasn't running. I mean, he tried to, I think, but I just mean physically. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I just it just popped into my head. Uh, I guess that's it, huh? Pretty much. All righty, this has been the end of the chicane pre Qatar Grand Prix edition. Uh, we will see you guys uh, at the land of the rising sun, Qatar. Peace. Peace. Peace.